I woke to find a fire burning, and around me, stuck into the moist earth, were poles. On each hung an array of boots and shoes that must have once belonged to fine ladies, gentlemen, peasants, and soldiers alike. They danced without their owners in the flicker of the flames. Perhaps this was a dream, for by the fire knelt a beast. He had the furry snout of a great hog, the floppish ears of a hare, and a single horn like that of an oxen. He was dressed in a mishmash of doublets, over which he wore a breastplate. I tried to crawl away, sure that I was intended for the great pot that hung over the fire. He looked at me. Only then could I make out the fellow. His animal face was no more than a headpiece that fell, skin and fur, over his ears. Underneath his face was white as ice, his eyes as red as flames. He had no beard upon his chin. Who are you? I asked. He took a cup of liquid from the pot and told me to drink. What is it? I can do this with you awake or with you asleep, said the half-beast, half-man. Do what? Kill me? That made him laugh. Kill you? he said. The bullet in your side has a mind to do that for you without my help. It needs to come out if it's not to poison you completely. As for the wound in your shoulder, too much blood has been lost. Drink. Why would you want to help me? Drink, Otto Hundebis, drink. I did, and my eyes became heavy. Before I thought to ask him how he knew my name, I was engulfed in pain so overwhelming that it chased me from my body. I was aware of floating out of myself. Below me lay a young man, broken on the carpet of leaves. I could clearly see that the half-beast, half-man put his hand into the very flesh of him. Yet, surprising as it seemed, I felt nothing. Detached as I was and at peace, unlike any peace I had ever known. All around is a glorious light. It swells into a tunnel, at the end of which stands my family, their faces washed clean of hardship. My sister, her red skirt flying, runs towards me, whole, unbroken by the soldiers. My brother too smiles, no sign upon his neck of where they hanged him from our apple tree. I am home, and just as I am about to run into my mother's outstretched arms, I stumble fall, heavy as molten lead, so that once again I am earthbound. With an explosion of agony I was back. Next time I woke it was daylight, and I had a thirst on me of which a river would be proud. The half-beast half-man was sitting where I had last seen him. He handed me a mug of something sweet and hot. I want water. I said, no, drink that. Will I fall asleep again? Not like before. You will live. I have bandaged you. 
packed the wound with herbs. I have stitched your skin together at the shoulder. You will have a scar. Nothing more. The drink slowly made my spinning head stop. The poles with the shoes were where I had last seen them. This time the half-beast, half-man had before him some stones with markings. You are a farmer's lad, he said. Yes. The farm burned down. Yes. You had a family. What is that to you? I said. Nothing. Except I think you had drummed into fight. You had an older sister and a brother. Who are you? He did not answer, but kept his eyes tight on me. I felt obliged to tell him what had befallen my family, my people.